Good afternoon, the back community. Uh, thank you for being involved. Thank you for staying engaged. Uh, tonight, uh, we have one of Albany's finest. I was just joking with him off, uh, off air, uh, telling him I think that he's the little Wayne of this generation because how he keeps uh, uh, putting out hits and putting out awards is out of this world. Uh, but uh, this afternoon, our guest is going to be Sergeant Nate Pendleton of the Albany Police Department. So, uh, Nate, thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to interview you today, bro. I really look forward to diving into your story. Uh, this has been, what is it, uh, uh, long overdue. So, you know, I mean, I've, I've been waiting to circle back to get you in here, man. But uh, thanks for agreeing to be on. Well, thank you. I appreciate you having me. This, I feel like I feel like this is like. Like we was just talking, this is like the drink champs or the verses, <laughs> the verses for, for us regular folks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah and that's and, and that's the that's the overall point, man, to to, uh, to highlight us regular folks and to realize that actually uh, we're not as regular as 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 some people would actually think. You know what I mean? Just to be able to do the amount of work. Uh, that uh, uh, most of the interviewees on here have been doing is out of this world. And we deserve to be highlighted. We deserve to be recognized. And it's like creating a database for anybody who wanted to plug into all things Albany or the Capital District area, be like, let me find out some positive people around here that I can go ahead and tap into. Let me go reach over at the back community, find out uh, 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 who's been interviewed and, and who's doing what, so. Right. But yeah, man, shout out, shout out to Drink Champs. You know what I mean? If, if I can get that uh, that setup in play, you know what I mean? Have my drinks and all of that, woo, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be a whole nother level. Oh, man, that'd be epic. Yeah. Well, let me see, man. I'm going to hit you with your first official question uh, for today's interview, Nate. Uh, I, I, I know I introduced you as Sergeant Nate Pendleton, but uh, there's some people uh, in the Capital District area who might not know who you are. So I want to open up the floor to give you the opportunity to introduce yourself to the back community. Here's your opportunity to tell us more about you and what it is that you do on a regular basis, sir. Okay, well, like you said, my name is Nathaniel Pendleton, but I'm affectionately known to friends as Nate or Big Nate or Nate Dog or whatever, whatever you can associate Nate with, you know what I'm saying? Um, Grew up in Albany, all my been here all my life. I'm ready to go because I'm over the cold. But you know, mm -hmm. um, I I love I love when LeBron be saying like he's just a kid from Akron because mm -hmm. I feel like I'm just a kid from Clinton and Quail. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? That that's my thing. You know, I went to Arbor Hill, Livingston, graduated from Albany High. You know what I mean? Um, your, your brother, your brother was my my left my right guard to me being right tackle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's how you give it up. And you also your brothers was my boys club family. You know what I mean? Livingston have boys club. You know you might have been too young for that, but you know me me Georgie uh, Jamero, Aunt, we was all Livingston boys club kids, man. So you know um, when you when you ask me anything about like community stuff like mentoring stuff or whatever like you know I we was thrown into this as early, as young kids you know mm. what I'm saying so when mm. you have when you have good mentors and and you know they have a positive impact on your life you know it's only natural that you know sometimes some of that stuff rub off on you and everything you know facts. what I mean facts so. man shout out shout out to big bro resting in heaven uh, uh this is uh, Jamura Lamont Hughes 
Uh, shout out to my uh, to my other brothers as well, Georgie and Anthony that you just mentioned, because you know they were the the model for me to uh, to create uh, the man that I ended up becoming. So you know, I got be, being a baby, I got a chance to learn from all of those guys and figured out what to do, what not to do, or what to do just enough of, you know, what I mean to uh, to uh, to get uh, to get by. So yeah, but yeah. Believe it or not, I mean, I'm I'm the baby of my family too, and um, I I have four four older brothers, you mm. know. Uh, rest in peace to my older brother Maurice Faulkner. Um, but same thing, you know, that's it, bro. Between my older brothers, and my older sisters, you know, you're able to watch and see and say, let me take a little piece of this, let me take a little piece of that, and you know, make it my own. And yeah, I'm gonna stay away from that part, but. Uh, mm -hmm. Facts. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's the best thing, man. It's like some people overlook the fact that, you know, that's firsthand experience, firsthand knowledge that we got right inside the house. And, right. you know, I, I took little pieces from each of my brother's personalities to go ahead and the craft uh, who I was going to become because we didn't have uh, a, a solid father figure in our household. You know, what I mean, uh, um, you know, so most of us were trying to create the imagery of a man um, out of uh, a figment of our own imagination. So I got a chance to witness some older people uh, uh, in my household and say, I'm gonna take each of these pieces and I'm gonna try to craft out the best Tyrell that I can craft out of, out of, what, out of what's in, uh, around me. And I think that's similar to most young men that's grown up, as you just said, just a, just a kid from, uh, what do you say, uh, Clinton and Quail? No, what do you say, Clinton and who? Yeah, Clinton, Clinton and Quail. Six fourteen, Clinton now. Yeah, I say the same thing, man. I say just a kid from Arbor Hill. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, just a kid from Arbor Hill, man. Um, but, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, but uh, how was it uh, How was it growing up for you? Um, I know you alluded to different things like the Boys and Girls Club playing football, but how was it for you growing up in the Capital District area, Nate? Man, when I tell you nothing but fun, like good times <laughs> and everything, you know, um, it's, it's, it's funny because, you know, when you, when you start to get to that age where, you know, you're feeling like you're getting older and everything, there's still a part of you that, like, want to be a kid, you know what I mean, and free-spirited and everything. And I I think I was able to, you know, kind of hold on to that and everything. Mm -hmm. So when I tell you, like, it was nothing but beautiful for me. Like, I, I didn't... You know, obviously back back then we didn't have the whole uptown downtown thing or whatever. So if I wanted to go to Mount Hope and, and see my friends and play football, basketball, you know, I jumped on the bike and we did that. You know what I'm saying? Um cross town at Hoffman, you know, Ridgefield, wherever, Third Street, it it didn't matter. Arbor Hill, you know. So growing up in Albany was was definitely a good time for me. I just was telling my one coworker and like I said earlier, like I'm over the cold and all that or whatever, but I always say I never have a problem with the snow, you know, like mm. I, I could do the snow. I just don't want to do the cold. You mm. know what I mean? And, and the reason being is when I was younger, like we, when it snowed, I, yeah. I stayed outside in the snow. Yeah. Like whether we was shoveling snow, whether we was having snowball fights, we was trying to build forts, we was sledding, like Bleecker Stadium was like one of my playgrounds too. So you know, I, I just stayed outside in the snow, stayed having fun. I had me and my friends had bikes. We was just all over the place. To be honest with you, yeah. at a young yeah. age, 
all over the place, probably some places we shouldn't have been, but you know, so growing up in Albany was, um, it, it was definitely, definitely cool for me, for real. Okay. Okay. I listen, I, um, I was going down memory lane with you just thinking about it. Like one, I don't do the snow at all no more. I hate snow. So sure. I try to stay as far away from it, but as a kid, it was everything, man. You go, uh, I know you didn't mention dead man Hill, but, uh, uh going, going down there, going sledding. I remember one time I had, uh, I took Anthony's sneakers that I, I, I was always taking my brother's shoes, anywho. So I took Anthony's sneakers and he had the, the, the Charles Barkley's that had just came out, right? Yeah. And uh, boy, I picked the wrong day to wear those things, man. We went down Dead Man Hill and was sledding down there, but I they had no grip on the bottom of them. So I was just like stuck on the bottom of the hill trying to get back up. And then it, it, it had got so dark that, you know, because I wasn't going to make it back up the hill, I was going to have to walk all the way out of Lincoln Park right. to get out of there at night. And I'm just like, I literally, on my hands and knees, climbed up the uh, uh, Dead Man Hill right there on Morton Avenue just so I didn't have to walk all the way through the park. But yeah, yeah. Right. So I mean, I was, I, I probably was only lucky to go to Dead Man's maybe a few times just because of the fact, like I said, I lived uptown. So I, I wasn't walking to Lincoln with no sled. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> for real facts facts let me see uh um i also wanted to say before i get too far away from it because one uh uh i know currently uh, uh your sergeant uh but before that you know most of the people have probably become familiar with you uh, uh through your uh, uh your previous role uh, uh within apd as well I know you and your partner, Juan, who I interviewed before as well, shout out to LaJuan Cancer, uh, uh, did a lot of truancy work. But how did you get involved uh, in your current career? How, uh, what made you choose to become a, a member of the Albany Police Department? Um, well, number one, it was a better job than what I had. <laughs> That's a number one. And, and, and I say that because it, it really started as... Um, I had like like two two jobs. One, I was working at um downtown at like the Hilton and the Omni Hotel, or whatever. And then uh, one of the guys that I think he was security, he left and he went to work for the police department, giving out parking tickets. Mm. And um, so eventually, I ended up doing that also. And I did that probably for like four and a half five years, till finally, again looking for a better job, you know, mm. and. And having some encouragement and then just some some of my own motivation mm. and said, all right, let me let me um let me make this next you know transition and 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 get into this. Cause um, you know, again, encouragement, you know, I have I had a really good sergeant who was my boss at the time, and he straight up just was like, Nate, you could do this job too. You you doing that job, you could do this job. So mm. come on and do it. So okay. that's 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 actually how that happened, and then once I got in, you know, I, I already kind of knew the niche that I wanted to get into, you know okay. what I'm saying? Which, which was, you know, working with kids, doing everything, um, you know, juvenile related, and that that came from when I was giving out parking tickets. Right <laughs> there was um there was a period of when we were when we were uh, parking parking um, safety officers. There was times where we used to have to do school crossings, so mm. I I personally probably I personally probably did like every school crossing in the city of Albany, mm. right? 
And, and that's because the lady who was in charge of, she's, she's a family friend of mine. So she knew she can count on me. You know what I mean? Plus she was giving me overtime, giving me overtime too, but she straight up used to be like, yo, you, can you, can you do this spot? Can you cover this spot? Can you cover? So I used to be all over doing school crossings, like before or after my shift. So that put me in touch with, you know, not so to speak, but put me around kids and families and the schools, you know what I mean? And so just getting that type of um, engagement and everything and interaction with the, with the kids and the kids like just seeing me in uniform and, and yeah. interacting with me, loving me and, you know, and right then and there, I'm seeing, I'm seeing kids, you know, little kids like walking to school by themselves and stuff like that, whatever. So you start to see it then, you know what I'm saying? Um, so that right there was like, man, that's, that's, that's a pretty dope feeling. You know what I'm saying? That's that's kind of my way to be able to give back. Once I got in, I knew I wasn't trying to like do narcotics and none of that other stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it was, it was a lot of my family and friends that was selling drugs. So, yep. <laughs> you know what yep. I'm saying? So, he <laughs> said, "I want no parts of that right there." <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and that that didn't appeal to me. You know what I mean? But this right here did. You know what I'm saying? Because again, I had great mentors growing up. So I, I really, right then and there, I, I knew it was important that our kids see different role models, you know, that look like them in different walks of life that they can be like, oh, snap, I could do that too, you know? Yep, yep. And, I, and, and, I, and uh, to be honest, man, you know, I'm gonna highlight it uh, even more right now. I know I was joking earlier and was calling you the, the, the wheezy of this generation with, with how you uh, you putting out awards for what you're doing, but you guys have been doing it uh, uh, at a consistent rate and pace for so long. You know, uh, I know even uh, doing truancy, a lot of people don't really understand how important it is to have truant uh, truancy officers and, and and working with the population that you guys have been working with for, for so long is 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 one is needed, but it's also huge. It takes a person that has a caring heart to be able to, to look at a, a, a student who obviously you're going to cross paths with, who, who's not doing what they're supposed to be doing at the time, but to be able to rationalize and reason with them and to get them uh, on track or prepared uh, uh, for, for, for where they really need to go. So I, I love the work that you do, uh, Nate, honestly, because I know it's, it's impactful work. Um, and, you know, it, it takes, uh, I also like, uh, like what you said too, it was like, you knew where you wanted to go or what, uh, uh, like where you wanted to go with your position within, uh, within APD, right? It was like, you know, I didn't want to go that route, but I knew that I could make an impact on my community by doing it this way as well. And there's so many people, black, brown, other, that grew up uh, uh, in our neighborhoods that look just like us that have now joined the, uh, the police department and hats off to, uh, to all you guys, because I think it's a win for the community, actually. And, you know, I know growing up, it, it used to always be this thing like, oh, you know, you don't talk to the police or whatever. And for me, you know, I mean, once I started to have family members and friends that became members of the, uh, uh, of the police department in, in, in Albany or in other cities, you know, it helped you to realize how whack that mindset is because it's just like, listen, these are human beings just like the rest of us, right? They got families, they got friends, you know what I mean? And everyone isn't uh, trying to, or everyone isn't, the bad apples or the rotten apples that we may see from time to time on, on, on TV. But your work and what you've been doing is 
a testament to how community policing uh, uh, could be and should be by you guys being at, I, I've never seen an event <laughs> that you guys weren't a part of, uh, uh, whether uh, 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 being a part of the actual event or, or, or working there uh, uh, for security uh, of the event. And uh, that is community policing at its best. So, so shout out to you again, uh, uh, Sergeant Pendleton for that, because your work that you're doing is significant and huge. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, um, yeah, growing up, like my next door neighbor, like I said, I'm 614 Clinton Ave. So 616 Clinton Ave was a guy that um, he ended up becoming, you know, and a, a brother, he ended up becoming uh, APD and he retired as one of our juvenile detectives, you mm -hmm. know. Um, so immediately that was somebody that I seen, you know, and everybody know K-Well and, you know, the yeah. K-Well story and everything or whatever. Um, but me and, me and my friends, we, we straight up, we just came, we just used to have the mentality too. Not so much that you didn't talk to police or whatever, but, it, but we, we just had the mentality of like, if we ain't doing nothing, we ain't got to worry about police. You know what I'm okay. saying? We wasn't, we wasn't, we wasn't thinking about police, whatever. When we was doing some stuff, then we know that we could <laughs> be involved with the yeah. police. There's, there's a good chance that the police might run <laughs> down on us. You know what I mean? If we wild it out, we knew that. So that's how we maneuvered. And man, uh, uh, yeah, I got some stories. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so those those are my, those are some of my first images of you know some some brothers doing policing and everything. Um, and then you know you talk about truancy. So for me, when I first started, we had the truancy uh, program going, and that was something that. Um, former mayor Jennings actually started and, and he put um, Mr. Villa, Sal Villa, shout out to Sal Villa, you know, he put Sal in charge of that. And so everything that me and Lawan learned as far as like truancy stuff and, and talking to kids and families and dealing with it comes from Sal, just because Sal, Sal is a consummate gentleman, you know yeah. what I mean? He's old school. Um, and he, you know, he had a lot of basic content. Sal doesn't, Sal doesn't act like he's the smartest person in the room. He doesn't act like he's, he's better than you or anything like that. Anything that, you know, that you want to know or you need to know or he can help you with or whatever, he's that guy. You know what I'm saying? So he, it was easy, me personally, knowing where I wanted, where I wanted to focus at and, and jumping in with that and then connecting with him at a later age because, and I tell them all the time, like, I didn't, you didn't know me in high school, Mr. Villa, because if I was getting in trouble, I was doing, it was on the low or whatever. I wasn't getting in trouble where I'm in your office all the time or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, you know, growing up hip hop, like my, all, one of my all time favorite lines, KRS is like, real bad boys move in silence. That's how I always was, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when people people used to see see stuff or whatever, they'd be like, Nate, not nah, what really? Like, just chill, chill. Like, you know, chill. Again, I'm from Clinton and Quail. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> but um don't get, don't get it confused. Right. So so yeah, so um Sal, you know, I once I got on the job, that's when I was like, 
we just started developing a relationship because he didn't know me in high school. I wasn't, I wasn't in his office hacking up in high school. And that, and a big part of that too, is because I play sports, you know, I, okay. I basketball and then right into football. I mean, football into basketball. I'm sorry. So I wasn't in, I wasn't in the office like that. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it was just, man, taking on a lot of stuff from him and how to talk to families and deal with families and, and then making those other connections, probation and, and the, all these other, you know, places, Trinity, Equinox and all that stuff or whatever. It was just, it, it made my path start to get brighter and better and everything. And um, I naturally, once Luan got on, it was like, pull him in, like, yo, let's, let's do this. Let's do that. And I try to do, we both try to do that with all the nice. brothers and sisters and brown people or whatever, because again, it's important for our kids to see that. You know yeah. what I mean? I agree. I agree wholeheartedly, man. And even uh, uh, even speaking about Mr. Villa, I think my first pass with him uh, might have been at Hackett. So uh, I went from Hackett to Albany High, and it was always because I was I was getting involved in some stuff. So so my, my first introduction to Mr. Villa was always because I had to go to the office for something like that. Um, I, I, I later got a chance to work with him more when I was running my mentoring program model uh, 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 via uh, students that were uh, on the truancy uh, track. And we did a lot of work with, uh, with probation and pens as well. So, but then it was just uh, 360 to, to, to be the, to be the once, uh, to be the kid that everyone used to be worried about at one point to now being able to say, well, you know what, I can use those experiences uh, and that gives me some authenticity to work with the population that I'm working with. And that's what I see when I see you. So, so when you're talking about just a kid from Clinton and Quell, you know what I mean? You're the perfect man for the job uh, doing what it is that you're doing. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but I do have an inter interesting question for you because this one I know it impacts you too, uh, but uh, you'll have a unique perspective on this one too as a member of the Albany Police Department. Um, uh, I want to say for the first two seasons of the back community, I've always been saying that I, I think that my I think that the, the toughest years statistically um, uh, uh, for Albany was uh, 2000. What did I say? 2018 and 2022, 2022, no, uh, 2021. Uh, but uh, uh, the mayor was on not too long ago and, and, and she corrected me, too. So she said, Ty, she said, actually. She said, because I always, I, I think that the numbers have gotten uh, tremendously high uh, there by, uh, uh, in terms of um, uh, the violence there, right? Uh, but uh, how have you been impacted by gun violence uh, in the Capital District area? And um, yeah, uh, uh, ha uh, how have you been impacted by gun violence in the Capital District area? Man, um, it's tremendously, you know, mm -hmm. tremendously. And I, I don't want to. I don't want to speak for her, but I think obviously she has to, you know, play the numbers in a way that favors, you know, the positivity and all that stuff or whatever. Um, but it's there's some days where like every day we mm. at least have shots fired call. You know, mm. I had one last night. You know what I'm saying? Just random out the blue. You know, five five shots. Nobody got hit, you know, mm. but that's not, that's not the point. Mm. That's not the point. You know, that, that shouldn't be normal. Yeah. At all. That, you know, just 
any given night, you know, and it was pretty, it was pretty cold last night, mm. you know? So it's like, what, what, what are we, what are we really doing that, you know, like you're living some lifestyle that at any given moment, somebody's running after you shooting you or you're shooting at them or whatever. Like, is it, is it really that serious? Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you really making that much money? Mm-hmm. I, I need to understand. It has to make sense for me. And it, it, right now it doesn't, it really doesn't. And that's, that's the thing now, later on, like I'm, I'm about to be in my 18th year. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Wow. It, it's, de- it's depressing in terms so- of talking about the city of Albany. It's very depressing because again, any given, you know, any given day we have a shooting shots fired whatever the case may be so i'm glad you said that, that too because uh, uh uh what she did allude to um was that she said gun violence uh is at an all-time high it's at the highest it's ever been in the city of albany as well as among other cities across the nation but she said uh overall uh uh, uh violence uh, uh has been decreased but gun violence is a national pandemic um so but uh it yeah is, it it, it, it definitely is. She's right about that. It is. Yeah, and it's just crazy because you know a lot of people don't realize, like you said, man, it's cold as it's cold as all out what it's uh, uh, cold as uh, ever outside right now, and you know we're still out there doing that activity, and it'd be like, well, you know, but think about the lingering effects that it has, not on just the people that are involved, but the community. Think about the people who have to hear the shots and deal with the shots or live with the fear of wondering if those shots are going to come through a door, a window, a house, you know what I mean? That's not meant for somebody else. So, uh, you know, I always empathize with anyone that's uh, uh, directly in, uh, as I like to say, the war zone. And you got to deal with it because it gives you post-traumatic stress, you know what I mean? And most of us probably won't say it because it's become so normalized. We're so used to it. So we're desensitized to the effect of it, but it's not normal and it shouldn't be normal. You know what I mean? So I'm glad, glad that you said that. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, you're right. Um, we, if, if you grew up anywhere around that, you know, or, or a part of that, like, like we have, I mean, we automatically got PTSD, whether we admit it or not, you know, we really do. But, you know, at the same time, like I said, you know, we shouldn't, we shouldn't normalize it that it's okay for it just to happen because we live in those areas or grew up in those areas or, or even if we move or, you know, whatever the case may be, just, just who you are or, or who your name might be or whatever, it, it, it definitely shouldn't be normal because, you know, it's not a normal thing. Even, you know, we can get into the history of our country and all that other stuff. Um, but it, it's still, it's not a normal thing. And, and gun violence has always been a, you know, a community issue, you know, as well as a police issue, you know what I mean? But until, until we marry those forces and come together, it's always going to be a problem I agree. everywhere. I agree. I agree. Shout out, a, 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 a shout out to my man, uh, 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 Angelo Justice Maddox down there at Fresh and Fly because I know when I interviewed him in season one, one of the things he said was he was like, "Rel, you know what we need to do? We need to get back to uh, to shooting a fair one." <laughs> he said, "You know, most people are too scared to use these right now, so everyone's picking up a weapon, picking up a gun to handle disputes." But you know, I know growing up at the Boys and Girls Club, uh, 
we we had a boxing ring over there on Delaware Ave. So, you know what I mean? If we had a dispute, you know, they would allow us, you know, I won't say the names because I don't get nobody in trouble. I, well, I can't get nobody in trouble. They're not there anymore. But they would allow us to put on the gear and go ahead and and, and duke it out uh, 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 in the actual, in the boxing ring there. So, you know, right. uh, one, I think being able to find other ways of dealing with conflict is very important for young adults as well as uh, 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 grown adults. But, you know, I mean, being able to have positive ad, uh, um uh, a positive environment or uh, ways to positively deal with something that may be negative that you're experiencing. It doesn't always have to be grabbing a gun or grabbing a weapon or going to reta uh, retaliate, being able to have mediation skills, being able to have walk away skills. You know I mean? I got too many of my friends that are still locked up right now doing major numbers just because we couldn't walk away. So, you know what I mean? Being able have those skills are very important for our community and as well as the young adults that are experiencing a lot of these traumatic uh, incidents. Right, right. And and I said, these, these kids, they don't have, for one, you know, their brains aren't even fully developed. They don't have the mental capacity to even process everything that, you know, could happen, is about to happen, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then, yeah, no conflict resolution skills. Yeah. No, no people skills, social skills. You know what I'm saying? We we talking about a generation that will rather text you or email you or you know DM you or whatever the case may be instead of actually having a conversation. You know, when when the the, the funny it, you know it's funny but sad when we actually deal with kids and we try to talk to them and et cetera and they get mad. It's like, bro, why are you getting mad? Because I'm asking you where you live at or, you know, what's your parents' name or whoever, like, why are you getting mad? Because you feel like I'm putting pressure on you or something? <laughs> like, you could just question uh, Sergeant Pendleton, don't ask it to me, text, text it to me. Text it to me, right. It's, it's, it's horrible, man. And that and that's the thing, like I said, it, it makes it depressing yeah. in a sense because of you know this being our town and how we grew up and came up and what we got to deal with now it's it's a challenge it is definitely a challenge that you know you got to figure out how to get in and fit in and, and maneuver and you know so yeah it, it, I, and honestly it, it is it is depressing but it's also you know for for those of us who experience albany or experience the capital district area and more positive uh uh, uh times right like I said, I always, whenever I come home or whenever I speak of Albany, it's always from a a, a place of nostalgia, right? Because I remember, just like you said, you know, yo, you can go to all these different parts of town. I was blessed. I can go downtown, uptown, cross town, out north, you name it, and you know, I ain't had no problems. So you know, it was it was a blessing, and it was just like there's so many positive experiences that I attribute just to Albany alone. And, you know, I want everybody else to experience that. That's part of, that was part of my um, uh, uh, reasoning behind doing the back community too, because it was just like, yeah, don't get confused or don't be bogged down just by the negativity that you see on a regular basis in the news about what's going on. It is bad, but you have some beautiful and positive people that are still here making a positive change, whether you're there physically or you're away and you're still contributing. You know what I mean? And it was just like, let's highlight those. Let's figure out a way to, like you said, bridge the police department with the community, that idea of community policing and how can we collectively make it 
uh, make our city uh, great again. I, 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 you know, I hate to even say that, but it came. I was, it was in my head, so I had to say it. So. Right, right, right. And that you know, and that was that was the beauty that um, that we had in our position, um, because we were the police department. We weren't a particular group, you know, mm-hmm. because you you know the thing about Albany is that we are service rich. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We have so many service providers, so many non-for-profits, so many um, people in the community that are doing good things. Um, sometimes it's everybody's doing something all at once instead of doing it together or coming together. You know what I mean? And the beauty that we had is that we can work with anybody. Yeah. Come work with you, I come work with somebody in this area, that area, this genre, or whatever the case may be, and there's no, there's no stigma per se, or there's no animosity like, oh, this is my event, or this is your event. I don't care who event it is. To be honest with you, that 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 was that's how I always came at. I don't care who is it, whose event it is, whatever. Just as long as if I'm attached to it, I want it to be a good event. Yeah. I want it to be decent. You know, and and definitely if I put my name on it and and I I make it something, then yeah, it's gonna be I'm gonna go all out and and make it a good event. And she'd be like, oh okay, that was that was good, that was that was dope, you know. But um, I don't have to worry about my name being on a flyer or whatever the case may be. First of all, my name is I'm representing APD, so if you want to put that on the flyer? Go ahead, you know what I mean. But I'm gonna give you the best represent best representation of APD that I can because it's a reflection of me also and what I do in APD so Mm. you know that that's that's the great thing that me and Juan had with our stuff or whatever and so it was only natural that when we did create our own stuff every we had people who was ready and willing to jump oh I want to be a part of that yeah how can I be down well I didn't I didn't know about that and et cetera et cetera so you know it's that's what made our thing, you know, really good and special, you know? Yeah, I remember uh, 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 for one of your events, this was years ago, uh, but I remember, uh, um, I, don't, I don't think it was you, it might've been Juan that, uh, that reached out, but uh, cause I used to get a lot of uh, uh, corporate funding from North Face. So North Face would send us a bunch of uh, book bags, hats and stuff like that. And uh, he was telling me about an event you guys were doing. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna put them in connection with my connect at North Face uh, to try to make uh, to, to try to make that happen because what you guys were doing was out of this world. You know, what I mean, we talk about the events of you bringing uh, uh, young adults down here to where I live at now to the D.C. metro area, and it's life changing experiences like that that opens up your mind and be like, wow, you know, I could have a life uh, that extends further than my normal three four block radius here in Albany. You know, I could go out, I could travel, I could go to school elsewhere. There's other people that look like me doing positive things in the world. And it helps a young adult to figure out, you know what I mean, who they want to be. So, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ty. And, and you know what? Like, that, doing those trips and everything came from our first year. Um, we was heavily working with, with Sal and uh, mm-hmm. in the program. They, they actually funded our trips. Um, 2010, you know, the police department put me and Juan together as just the pilot program. And, you know, they had an idea of what, what they kind of wanted to do, but didn't know how to do it. So they basically just gave us a pile of names and whatever and said, all right, y'all figure it out. And we did that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So 
the trips came from, you know, we, we, we knew we wanted to take the kids to a college campus, you know? And, you know, so we connected with um, my man Equo King up at, uh, you know, U Albany and took them on campus to see college. Cause a lot of these kids probably wasn't, don't, drive right past SUNY going to Crossgates, but don't even know what that, that is over there. Yep. You know what I mean? So we, we knew it was important. Like, all right, let's get our kids to the college campus and everything, you know? We, we, want, we also wanted to show them the negative side too, and to kind of be able to take them to a facility, you know, whether it be a juvenile facility or prison or whatever, we, we weren't able to fully make those connections. For some reason, everything was on, was on hold or whatever. You know, or or maybe somebody dropped the ball. I don't know. <laughs> um, so you know, and then and then that year also, we you know we took we took kids to New York City, you know, and took them on a couple excursions, you know, speedboat past the Statue of Liberty and stuff like that, and then the Intrepid, and you know, took them to eat and all that because, again, just knowing some kids don't see past yeah. Albany. Some kids don't see past Troy, past Schenectady, past, you know, wherever. So let alone go to New York City. Yeah. You know, and now once they built that museum, man, I said, that's that's huge, bro. Like, we got to get to that museum. We, we got to get to that museum. And the first time we went, it was life changing for us as adults. You you know, if you've ever been there, it's, le- it's, it's definitely life changing for, you know what I'm saying? Like Absolutely. I get I get in there and I'm looking at stuff and dates and everything and I'm putting it in the perspective of wow my grand my grandmother lived to be 95 before we lost her. So I'm putting it into that perspective, like, wow, my grandmother was such and such age when this happened. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I'm like, man, that's 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 deep. The process, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. And um, so all the adults that we brought on that, they definitely took something out of it. We just hope that the kids did, you know? And and the main thing too is being able to go miles away from your home, you know, without a care in the world. Cause we took care of everything. They All they had to do was bring in a little spending money, you know? And, you know, the trip, the trip was amazing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so it, it, it definitely came- uh- it definitely became something part of our, you know, curricular, so to speak, that we knew we had to keep doing, had to keep doing, had to keep trying to introduce as many people to it as we could. Okay. Yeah, I was just about to say, uh, uh, Facebook had just sent me a memory, I think, yesterday. Um, I had wrote a note um, and I was talking about uh, uh, 10 different things that I had just experienced that weekend. But we had just came back, uh, say we, myself and brother Yusuf and the rest of the guys who used to run model with me. Uh, we had in uh, a group of kids down here to, uh, uh, to the DC metro area. We stayed at this old, uh, uh, old, really, really old mansion. Uh, but I was just writing uh, in my highlights of the event. I was just like, it's just so dope to, I remember my first time I had the opportunity to go uh, to DC, I couldn't afford to go. I was in Hackett. It was a trip that the school was sponsoring. We didn't have enough money to go ahead and go to the trip, right? So I couldn't go. But when we did that trip there and we stayed down for a couple of days down here in the D.C. metro area, took them to the, the monuments, 
We went to the places where the wire and stuff was shot. We went out to go eat and all of the places in the hood. But it was so dope. They didn't have to worry about any expenses. Uh, uh, parents knew that their uh, their kids were uh, were well uh, were well taken care of, and those are life changing events. So you know, I, I knew right away. You know what I mean? Like I knew, I knew you said you knew what the adults took away from going to the uh, to the museum. I guarantee you, though they may not have been able to articulate it the younger adults that you guys took there too was able to take away more than anything just because you guys uh, put them in an environment where they could open up their mindset and that right there lights a fire uh, for us. And I say some of the kids, I think the kids in the inner city are some of the, mo some of the, gift, the most gifted kids. I think once we learn how to turn on our light bulbs, you can't dim the light, but it's just a matter of, of us escaping enough of the circumstances that is readily around us and having enough luck, enough prayer, and enough resources to, to to navigate our way up out of there. But once we do it, you know what I mean? You you can't dim the light bulb. Right, right. And having enough people who care about you to, you know, to to even want to take a chance on you to to do stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um yeah, yeah. And, and I said we just hope even if not in that moment, you know, maybe the next year or the year after, you know, it just sinks in and, and be like, Man, I remember we went to Washington last year. That was pretty fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and, and and you're right. I remember schools used to have those trips, and it did used to be costly, you know. Yeah. And not everybody could experience that, you know. But we we wanted to make it in such a way that we made it we we made it in such a way that is like, oh, we putting it out there and we giving it to you. It's yours if you want it because we actually made it a contest. So to mm. you know, so to speak, we made it, and because we was going to, Af to the African American um, Museum, we made it you know part of their Black History uh, mm. curriculum. So it, to me, it was it was uh, a alley oop, you know, we, the connections we have with our with our with our schools and, and the kids, you know, um, some of the other kids we brought was through Trinity Institute, um, and that's because you know we had a, we had a good rapport. We have a good rapport, not had with um, Greg Foskey, G Love. So yep. it, it was just like, all right, you have the kids there, whatever. So this is all we're asking for you to do, you know, do some kind of project for black history or whatever, and we're gonna judge it. And the best winners, you get to go. Yep. How hard is that? How hard is that if it's already something that you have to do for school? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's, not, that's not difficult, so. <laughs> Yeah, and the kids, the kids loved it. They they ate it up. You know, the one thing, the one thing that we always noticed though, and and so after the first year, and then even sec, and we 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 tried to you know point it out to them and make an emphasis of it is like we always got more submissions from the girls than we did the boys, mm -hmm. you know, and more thoughtful submissions, more creative submissions you know mm. the boys and i i don't i don't want to just you know put it on their teachers or whatever where the teachers just had the boys write and just you know kind of like a template essay or whatever the case may be i don't know but the girls the girls gave us so many amazing projects bro that the our office there's just like a corner in our office is just cluttered with pictures and poems and all kinds of stuff, you know, and, and not all of it is from the girls, but the majority of it is. Okay. 
Okay. Let me see, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take you somewhere else uh, because um, uh, I know we have been um, reminiscing on a lot of the, the past events that you've also been a part of. But presently, bro, you are still uh, uh, a leaps and bounds ahead of a lot of people in regards to what you're doing now. Uh, so, you know, I've seen you receive every type of community advocacy award that is possible for uh, uh, an officer as well as just a regular uh, 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 a civilian or uh, a resident of the city of Albany. Um, but so I want to ask you uh, a question about success, because, uh, you know, uh, everyone has their own definition of success, but I'm interested in knowing what does success look like for you. So what does success look like for you, uh, uh, Nate? And how do you define success? Um, well, what it looks like for me is um, it's it's a it's a marathon rather than a sprint, you know. And so, yeah, see my yeah, yeah. And, and I'm not even saying that because you got that shirt on, but that's the thing, you know. Um, the one thing immediately, like when I got on, that I learned from some of the older officers. They, they always said, Nate, if you could just help just one kid, you know, you'll, you'll remember it or whatever. They're going to remember it. And that's true, bro. That's huge. You know what I mean? So now taking it into what we decided that we were going to do and all the community stuff, whatever, you know, so we, we kind of immediately saw success, so to speak, because, you know, we've seen this kid that we was trying to, you know, change his trajectory and everything when he was 12. Now we see him at 21, and mm -hmm. as soon as he sees us, he lights up. He's dapping us up. Yo, yo, bro, it's good to see y'all, man. I'm doing this, that, and the third, and blah, 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 and da, 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 and he's not in trouble. Yeah. You know, that's that's success for me right there, you know? And 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 on that, on that aspect, and then the other the other part of it too is mentoring my coworkers and, and pulling them on and, and everything because it's not all about me. You know what I mean? Yep. I, I don't want to do everything. I can't do everything. You know what I mean? I need y'all help to do some stuff. I need y'all to be seen because y'all now y'all here. Y'all here now. So <laughs> what are we doing? Y'all here now. So that's that's success too when I can get them on board and they start making their way and saying Oh, I want to do this or whatever, you know what I mean? And a couple of couple of uh, dudes, you know, obviously, you know, if you win the sports, whatever, basketball or football is easy or whatever, whatever. But still, it's 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 difficult to take time out of your own life when you're not working. You have your own wife and kids or whatever, you know, to go volunteer, like to to deal with somebody else's kids. That's that's hard to do on a regular basis, you know, and. We got a couple of brothers who was doing it, you know, two, three days a week, you know, through pow. So to me, that's success also. You know what I mean? I've never been, I've never been um one of those that's like all about like me, 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 I, 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 you know, so to speak, because I've I've always felt like with my with my upbringing and the friends that I used to be around and hang around, you know, these dudes was like athletes and, and everything and and I was just I was just out there just playing or whatever but I was able to keep up and I was mm -hmm. able to shine or whatever so that's where my confidence and, and and everything came through um so 
I've never been like, the focus has always got to be about me. You know, I'm always about community. I'm always about friends, family, you know, let's do this together. You know what I mean? The, the, the quintessential there, like there's no I in team, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, let's do this. Like the work, if the work is there, what's, what, you know, what are we really doing? If we doing the work, then let's get it done. You know what I'm saying? So I don't do, I don't do anything for awards, so to speak, because, you know, it's the work, when you do the work, yeah, yeah, the work speaks for itself. When you're doing the right thing, whatever, people naturally are going to be recognized, whatever. You know, I will, t I will say this, though. I will say this in a sense that um, when you say I've been recognized wherever, blah, 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 whatever, not by my organization, though. Mm. Interesting. That's the only thing that I probably would really want, you know what I mean? And not because of something so I, I mean i have been recognized by by the job or whatever but it was because of something that happened you know a situation that happened or whatever it wasn't because of anything community oriented or whatever that we was doing or whatever so i mean that's an interesting point though i mean i, I, I would rather have that i would have i would rather have that appreciation and everything yeah. you know and not just not just when you need me to be the face of the space because I'm the black face and I'm the community face or whatever. And it's just, cause that, that was, that was me and Juan's running joke. That it's like, Oh, we got this going on or, or we need to do. Yeah. Send, send Luan and Nate, send them over there, send them over here, send them over there. It's like, <laughs> like what ice cube said to Omar Epps in higher learning. Actually he's asking him a bunch of questions mm -hmm. and Omar's giving him answers and cube just looked at him. He said, Run inward, run. Run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So nah, I mean I yeah. I'd rather be I'd rather be recognized by my by my job than you know. Hey, listen, man. I think that's uh, I think that is uh very important uh uh as uh uh for any of us to receive recognition from our uh the efforts that we put in on our on our regular jobs because that's huge. And also, it also helps to increase the morale among other uh, uh, officers as well. Uh, I've never as many people from the community join uh, the police department as I see now. You know what I mean? So, you know, that is a testament to, to those officers uh, who are actually leading by example, like yourself, to go ahead and encourage other people to see an avenue in a way better for themselves and their family through working for uh, uh, the department. And hopefully the department recognizes that and, 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 and utilizes that, continues to utilize it as a strength. Cause I know uh, you guys even got one of my uh, young guys model that I used to have there now, you know what I mean? Shout out to officer uh, uh, Brian, Jamar, you know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? I, I look at Jamar, I look at Paris, I look at Bunch, uh, all of these people that you guys have now I'm sure they all look to what you were doing, to what Officer Cancer was doing, to uh, what Milt was doing, you know, and it's just like, oh, okay, well, you know what? These are pillars in our community that are doing it in a way that, you know, I can do it too. And I can go ahead and make a difference through my impact as well. Right, right. And that's that's very important. Um, me, me and Luan have always done um, recruiting. Like since I started, I've always been part of recruiting and stuff. Um, we just need a bigger part of it, you know, and not, not me and him per se, but 
we as our people we need a bigger part of it a bigger say in it you know um when it comes down probably to the actual hiring process you know what i'm saying the community needs a part of it when it comes down to the hiring process you know um so there's a lot of things that can be done better there's a lot of things that can be changed and everything you know it's only it's only what they want to do or whatever the case may be but i'm always going to play my role and you know and know the things that i need to do yeah and and that's again that's huge you know getting out and being in those places and talking to people and bringing more people on like you said you know and then you know as soon as soon as we got Luan, just his name alone you know mm -hmm. is a recruiting tool you know shala bunch his name alone is a recruiting tool you know yeah. what i'm saying and then besides you know the circles that they ran or whatever elston mackey his name alone is a recruiting tool you know yeah. what i'm saying we understand that and we see that they have to say oh, shit like you know not just use us to use us but in the right there, way there, there's value there's there's authentic value I, I think i just said this on facebook the other day authenticity is valuable so every Absolutely. name is listed uh you know what i mean it, it 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 added value by their authenticity you guys add value to these to the next generation of wanting to become uh, officers so absolutely yeah. yep, there is value and authenticity uh but let me see man I ain't, I ain't gonna hold you up too much longer i got I'm, I'm gonna get you about two or three more questions and i'm gonna let you go my next question for you is uh probably my favorite question from uh season one uh i don't get to ask everybody uh this question anymore but uh what's your favorite place to visit in the capital district area and why Ah, uh, my favorite place to visit. That's a good question. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I, I probably would have to say um, the river and the waterfront just because I'm, I'm a big fan of rivers, lakes, you know, the water, you know, is, is, is definitely very peaceful and serene. Um, you know, our waterfront, you know, you can run, bike, jog, whatever. Um, so I would have to say that, you know, and then speaking of that, you know, I just, again, I just always kind of feel sad that, you know, the powers that be didn't do a better job of building it up in such a way that, you know, you go to these other cities and everything and their 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 waterfronts is amazing you know what i mean where you're at you know you can go down to mgm or you know the harbor you know baltimore the harbor and everything and just have a good time and it's amazing i, I just wish that ours was done like that yeah. or whatever but yeah. anything anything when it comes to rivers and stuff like that like i've never been i've never been one of those who's been afraid to drive over bridges and and all that <laughs> or whatever i mean some, sometimes when I go down south, I, I, I specifically go so I can go through the Chesapeake Bay Bridge Tunnel and you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. Stuff like that is amazing. New York City, hands down, is one of the best places. And if you've ever been on one of those party boats at night or whatever, just mm -hmm. all the lit up and all, that's like one of the dopest things to me. You know what I mean? Nice, nice. So uh, I, I think, um, 
in season one, my answer was the same as yours. It was the riverfront, you know what I mean? Because just being by the water is um, peaceful for me. You know what I mean? Me and my brothers would get up and play chess down there. We would have family cookouts every year down there. Uh, but I think it's changed. Um, I, I got a chance to uh, go to um, uh, uh, Brother Youssef's trail uh, up there, which is down the street from my house there. Uh, and, um, you know, what is it? The second largest urban outdoor park in the state of New York. And really? that trail, yo, is beautiful. That's dope. So, you know, I go visit it every time I come home when the weather's nice. I take the boys with me and we just go down there because I seen Tivoli Lake before they actually redeveloped. Yeah. So to go to I'd just be like, I wish I had this when I was younger. You know, it ain't look like it was the gully. So, you know. Right. Right. And you know, and you know what it needs? You know what it needs it, in that it, it probably needs a fountain. It needs a fountain. It needs some some water spraying up because you're right. It, it, it is pretty dope. Me and Juan, are, we rode our bikes down through there and everything like that. That's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah, same thing, because we knew how we knew how it was and everything. Our friend broke his arm going down the hill. You know, <laughs> when it was Tilly Lakes and everything. So to see how they they developed it and, and changed it, it is it is uh it's fantastic. You're right. And I understand why it's your favorite place now, whatever, because of the connection that you have with brother you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's right down the street. So you know, I can come out the house whenever 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 I'm in town and literally just like, you know, it's it's nice out and I'm an early bird. So I get my coffee. Yeah. I'm ready to go. I'm just like my mom. My mother used to get out uh, early, go uh, go take the bus down to Storts, and then go take the bus down to work every day. So I, I do the same thing when I'm in town. I go down to Storts, get me a coffee. Even though I got a coffee machine in the house, it's just the principle. So, you Absolutely. know, you know I, I do that, get my coffee, come back, and just and just go walk in the trail. That's dope. Yeah. yeah. Let me see, man. My second to last question for you, Nate. What about your life's path are you most proud about? Um, I, I would honestly say um, just really making my own decisions, my own moves, you know what I mean? Um, where my life has brought me, it wasn't from, you know, my siblings. Um, they, you know, they, they gave me direction in a sense of, again, like we said, what to do and what not to do, whatever. But it wasn't, it wasn't one of those things where it's like, oh, like, like this place, I know they're hiring, or I know this person that's in there, or et cetera, et cetera. You know, um, and so, and even my parents, you know, so everything kind of to where I am have always been my own decisions, you know, just based on my own feelings, my own movements and everything. Um, but I would say with with the thought of grandma in the back of my mind, just, you know, wanting to make her proud more than anybody else, more than my mother, more than my dad, you know, I may mean, be crazy to say, but, you know, I live, I live with my grandmother more than, more than my mm. parents. So, yeah. um, yeah, that, that would definitely be it. You know what I mean? And then, and then, um, you know, once having my daughter, just 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 being that dad for my daughter, like knowing that our kids need fathers, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, like I had my father, but you know there was still some, you know, obviously we everybody have 
you know, good and bad with their parents. You know what I'm saying? So just knowing how to be that dad for my daughter, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Showing her hard, with hard work, you know, a little hustle, anything's possible. You know what I mean? I bought my house on my own, you know, she seen me with cars, whatever. She seen me get up, go to work. You know what I'm saying? She seen me buy her any and everything that I can't afford to buy her when I'm, when I need to buy it for her or whatever, you know, cause she's a good kid. She's a great kid. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and I'm excited. She's looking forward to adding, adding an addition. That's um, where I was. I'm excited that she's excited about that. And, and it's, it is weird. I, I don't want to say weird, but it's funny to me because she already has a little brother, you yeah. know, through her mom. But she's she's happy for dad, so you know. Um, so, yeah, that's that's hey, what it is. Well, I'm glad you just came there because that's where my last question was coming. Uh, <laughs> that's where my last question was going. Anywho, um, I actually wanted to ask you, uh, you know, uh, how do you balance uh, work and life? Because you are a father, you are a, a, a community activist. Uh, uh, you are a member of the Albany Police Department. And like you mentioned too, you're about to welcome a new life in, uh, into this world as well, man. So how do you balance or how do you keep uh, um, a perfect, uh, if there is such a thing, work-life balance? Well, I, I really I really have to give a shout out to my daughter's mom. Um, so from day one, we had no drama, no stress, everything, you know, we, we didn't have, you know, the people involved really. Um, so that, and then, and then, you know, my, my family, I would definitely have to say, you know, my, my oldest sister, um, all my sisters, actually all my sisters, no, no doubt. All my sisters have always held me down, you know, when I needed them to. So especially like when it comes to work, um, that's never been a problem. You know what I mean? Um, my mom, my mom's older now. Um, but I've never had a problem when it came to balancing, um, work and, uh, you know, babysitting issues or whatever the case may be. Um, and then once, once we got into the community stuff or whatever, man, it's like, all right, come on, come on, you know? So, my daughter been any any trip that I've done or whatever. My daughter's been there, you know, as she should. Yeah, as she should. Hey, if I'm going with somebody else's kid, my own kid is coming also. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's 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 been easy, <laughs> super easy, bro. For real, hands down. You know, um, and she wants, you know, she wanted to be part in all and all that stuff. She'll come, she'll help, volunteer. You know. She's at she's at our table with us when we at the tulip fest. You know what I'm saying? She she even will go as far as making some cookies or some brownies or whatever. And and now we're giving them out for like donations or whatever to try to fund the the DC trip and everything. You know what I mean? So it, it's been super great. But I definitely have to shout out the ladies in my life. You know. Nice. So I, again, I'm I'm I told you I'm the baby or whatever. So. I was a little spoiled. I, I still am a little spoiled. Just, just, just a little bit. <laughs> he said, he said, just a tad bit. Just a tad bit. Yeah. 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 Uh, 
Um, uh, well, listen, man, Sergeant Nate Pendleton, um, I truly appreciate you uh, uh, being vulnerable enough uh, to share with us in this space. Uh, uh, you got a dope story, man. I think that you're uh, one of the most uh, uh, positive people uh, there in the Capital District area and also elsewhere, because I got a chance to uh, to party with you outside of Albany, too. So, you know, you know uh, 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 congratulations to you on this impending birth. Congratulations to you on uh, all of the efforts that you put in at home and in the community. And we need uh, people just like you, Nate. So thank you for allowing me to interview you on the back community. It's been an honor, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Happy to be here. Always good to see you. You know what I mean? I, I, I thank you and I appreciate you and all the things that you've always done. You know what I mean? So this, this was a no brainer for me. Absolutely. Facts. Well, listen, man, I'll play catch up with you next time, man. Salute. All right, bro. Salute. Peace. Peace.